I'm Katie. I'm Liz, and we're Not Not Your Your Mommy. Mommy. Hi, honey. How are you? Oh, hey. Hey, Liz. How you doing? (laughs) So formal. (laughs) I know. How you doing? Um, I am so tired today. I vow to not say that at the beginning of every one of our phone calls slash now podcasts that we've turned into... I don't know, phone calls that we've turned into podcasts, but mama is tired. I'm in the middle of, what would you call this stage in our sleep journey with CJ? I'm in the middle of trying to transfer him or get him out of our bed and into his own space slash crib. Hmm. And I always want to tell people, FYI, he was such a good sleeper. He slept on his own in his bassinet. Life was so good until the three or four month or whatever sleep regression hit. And we've just never come back from it. So 11 months later, (laughs) we're here. (laughs) Um, And he's sleeping in our bed. And yeah, it's just like I've decided to recently – So here's the thing. Whenever I talk to people, when I tell them this, they're like, oh – yeah, our baby still sleeps with their mom too. Oh, yeah, baby sleeps with mom. And I'm like, no, baby sleeps with dad. And then I feel like I always have to explain that, like why he sleeps with his dad. Whereas like everyone assumes he's going to sleep with his mom and that like that's okay and there's never an explanation. But then I always like back it up with like why I'm not a bad mom. Oh my God. But I am going to share why I'm not a bad mom, why he sleeps with his dad. (laughs) For those wondering. (laughs) No, but – I just like what Chris can go back to sleep like right away. I feel like you're one of those people. You're so good at sleeping. Like you must have been like really well sleep trained in life. <laughs> you know, I would actually you know, like to know what Sue Hammond did for Liz because you were such a good sleeper. Okay, but I also have like so many other issues that like I think like the world like owed me <laughs> like the world owed me sleep. It's like we're gonna give you, you need the restorative power. Yes, like even when I've like really been like struggling with my mental health, like. Aaron always says, he's like, literally your head hits the pillow and I can just tell you're immediately asleep. I don't struggle with sleep, which like, you know, but I know so many of my friends who are up in the night with their babies and it's like really hard to like just go back right back to sleep once they're yeah, settled because your, your mind is busy. Yeah. I'm like ticking. I'm on. Yeah. And Chris is like you and is just able to go back to sleep. So he sleeps with Chris because Chris is just a better sleeper. And if I get it, if I can sleep through the night, our household is a much happier household. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. And then, like, as like, I'm not saying Chris isn't doing like God's work in sleeping with him. Like, he definitely is. <laughs> He's up through the night and, um, you know, taking care of him and, and keeping him safe. But, anyways, it's time for us to get back in Chris and I to be together again because it's quite. It's actually it, as much as I'm like asleep on my own kind of person. You know me. I'm not like a sleepover gal. Yeah. I. Like actually kind of miss Chris, which is saying a lot for our relationship. So mama well, misses that's, him. That's such a thing. Like I remember that when like it was like every night was like this like war. We had to survive together. Like how are we going to get to the morning mm-hmm. with Emmett okay? And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I kind of like miss you. I miss the, you know, this the sleep situation we had before this like intruder came into our life. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So – Anyways, we are trying to – and I just decided, oh, I'm going to sleep. We actually moved the crib into our bedroom and we took the front off so that it still like feels like it's a part of our bed and it's in our bedroom. I know it's like 0.5% of a stage (laughs) of like a phase towards getting him in his own room in a crib. 
but it's kind of working. But also, yeah, I don't know why I just decided, okay, then I'm going to be back in the bed. And I, this morning he woke up at four and then I woke up at four and Chris and him went back to sleep by 445 and I stayed up. And then I started thinking and ticking and moving because today's a really exciting day. Yes, that makes sense why you texted me at like, I think it was not even six with the new, our first episode of Not Your Mommy dropped today. Well, I couldn't believe it. I saw the green light on Instagram that you were up and I was like, ding, I can, <laughs> I can message her. Oh my, my God, fellow, my fellow mommy is, is awake. Yes. Oh my God. No. So exciting. I've been buzzing all morning too. Like it's been hard to focus on work and everything because I'm just like just fired up by, you know, the love we're getting and hearing my other mommy friends say that they listened to it while they were cleaning or with their kid. It's like exactly what we wanted. I know. I feel like I've gone through a whirlwind and I apologize for like making you privy to what goes on in this brain of mine because (laughs) I feel like when I launch things, I often do it on my own. And so therefore I only, I'm the only victim of like my inner voice, but now I have you along for the ride and you have gone on the ride with me where I'm like high from creation. And then I drop really low and I'm like, Oh my God, why are we doing this? Like, what did we do? Why did we say that? And then really high again and then really low. And now I've like come out the other end and I'm like, okay, we're recording a second podcast. Here we are. But it, it's been such a practice in like, first of all, I'm doing it with someone else. So like, I can't control you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, there's been instances where you try. We have like a little bit of a a situation where Katie's like art directing our conversations. But you know what? I've, (laughs) I have loved being on this roller coaster with you because it's actually just like what our friendship is like, like who you are in life is who you are in creation. And it's like, it's the best. It's hilarious. It's fun. And it just, yeah, keeps, keeps me on my toes. It's true. We've always dreamt of working together. And even though we've actually, this is actually kind of our third time working together. Cause if you count yes. Lululemon mm-hmm. and then you count, um, you working for Kokomo, aka being our copywriter. And then this is our third time. And this is like truly just our thing, which is really fun oh to be gosh. able to do it with you. It's been like Kate- so fun. And it's fun like seeing us kind of go into our, own little lanes in a way. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was, okay, well, actually what we need to let the people know <laughs> yes. that are bugged and listening to this conversation is that Liz fancied herself as like a social media like guru, <laughs> but, and maybe she's really great at social media. I'm sure, I know she is. She is. I've like seen her work. She's incredible. But the girl <laughs> is not, she's kind of in the her boomer era when it comes to technology. Okay. <laughs> which, but I'm, in fairness to me, like the landscape has shifted. Okay. Like when I formally worked in social media, it was like 2016. So Katie's like talking to me about reels and collaborator on the posts. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I can feel that I'm being a boomer. And so it's like a self, it's like a self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy. So like everything I do, I'm like, wait, what? And Katie's yeah. like, Oh my God. Like who did I start a podcast with? Yeah. Unfortunately, your name is on everything. So I can't choose. I can't like. <laughs> go back. Um, but I'm glad you finally said it out loud. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What you guys don't know is on the first episode, we had to like start and stop a few times because Liz like couldn't <laughs> figure out how to put our phone on do not disturb. Yes. But and that is yeah. what is crazy about filming a podcast is you can't like perfect, like you can't like do it and then 
tweak it a million times and perfect it right off the bat. Like we really aren't going to be in our stride until like probably three, four, five, a hundred episodes. Totally. And so you like kind of, you're a lot, everyone's along for the ride with us as we like kind of find our way through this, yes. you know? Yeah. It's Which not is like, like hard for me. Uh, totally. It's not like, you know, a, a copy project or like you opening a restaurant where it's like all, you go through all these things and like, not that it's perfect, but like, this is like the shiny final product. And this is like just this ongoing beast that we're yeah. going to discover. Which I think is like, I think that's why we need to continue to like um, show everyone behind the curtain, you know, like keep talking yes. about it. Because this is actually now also a part of our work. It's also yes. us being entrepreneurs, which totally. is pretty cool. Totally. It's so like even in the like week or so that this has been a part of my life, like I feel like I'm always thinking about, oh, this would be a funny conversation to have or – and it's it's great too because I feel like it's going to like filter through into my writing and my life and it's also just like even like when like shitty things are happening as a mom, I'm like, well, at least I get to process it and talk about it with Katie on the podcast. 100%. Okay. Speaking of, we've made a rule where – we aren't allowed to really talk about anything apart from like admin things now. Yes, um, yes. Each week. And I got to say, I miss you so much. Like there's I so know. many things that have come up and then I've just forced myself to add them to like a podcast agenda instead of call you and cry. I know. I feel like we need to just start like occasionally sending like a heart just to be like, I'm more than just like a machine here. Totally. Like, you know? <laughs> I know. But I no. mean, hopefully though, it just means like more juice from the orange. I don't know if that's a phrase, but we're making it one. Like more <laughs> more of a juicy orange for when we do sit down and we can like actually talk about things, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't even know what you did this weekend. Actually, I think I do, but I don't even think you know what I did this weekend. So we've got so much to talk about today. I'm so excited to- So much. To take a little dive right in. How was your weekend? Like I'm literally dying to hear. Um, okay, well- I, we moved in, we didn't move in, but we got our house this weekend. So yeah, oh, that was, God. yes. And I also was actually like solo parenting for like the beginning half of the weekend. So that was a whole thing too. I felt like really scared knowing that like Emmett could crawl out of bed at any moment. It was kind of like a spooky mm-hmm. feeling, but the house, oh my God. I mean, I'm so overwhelmed with how much we have to do. And, um, I mean, we're going to do, not we, Aaron. Um, is is gonna do a lot of it. Um, You're so lucky to have such a handy man in your house. Oh my god! I know. I've been th- like this weekend. I've been like, it's so hot. Like it's. I just like he's so. Oh my handy. god! I, I love it. <laughs> it's so great. But um, yeah. So he Sunday he was home and we all went back to the house together as a family, and we were Cute. walking around and like popped some champagne. And this sounds so random, but I like really wanted to have a window above my kitchen sink that I could like look out into a yard so I could watch. Emmett play like whenever yes. I was like I would like you know was in my manifesting game I would like think about that and this house has that and I was like kind of hammered like off champagne and I oh was my just God. L- looking out the window crying and Aaron's like Liz what is happening I'm like it's just like it all it it happened for us and so totally and yeah. this is like your quote-unquote forever home yeah, I mean, yes. I think definitely for a while, it's like, you know, more space than we like way more space than we had before. And to just have a yard for Emmett to just like rip around. We took him back Monday and we were like trying to do work with him around and he just was like, it wasn't happening. So we had the nanny come yesterday and I like fully rolled up my sleeves and like 
Oh, you I know, saw. You looked y- cute. I was like, sorry? You look yeah. at that when you... Like, this construction is going to really, like, rev up your guys' sex life. Like, you're oh, into I- him with a hammer, and, like, you look fabulous with a hammer. Things are... This is oh going to be God. good for you guys. It's like an aphrodisiac. You might like- need to, like, renovate the bedroom <laughs> first, you know? I know. Like- I know. Well, I put my hair in pigtail braids because, like, that just says, like, I'm ready to work. Oh, that's, and- like, HGTV, here's my demo tape. Yes. Totally. Like, give me a hard hat. Um, But, oh. no, he, like, it was – every time he would, like, come Wait, in the room – What did tank? <laughs> I mean, obviously I- – <laughs> oh my god! Nothing better than a a woman in a pink hard hat. Anyways. I know, but no, yeah. Anytime he would like come in the room and like see my pro, like my progress, he was just like so happy with me. And I feel like you're right. It's really like a bonding. Oh my god! For us. Sorry, have you already christened it? No, it's too like I don't know. It was like dusty and like nails yeah. and stuff. But like we will for sure. Um, well, obviously, I mean you're gonna move I mean, in there. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I ho- hope. hopefully. Um, but yeah, no, it's. It's definitely like now adding this whole other layer of like the house is like another project in my life. So totally. So it's going to be like yesterday, the nanny, we had her and it's just going to be a lot of like balancing until he goes back to daycare because like also I still have all my work. It's just like it's, it's, um, so much. But do you find that with your, like one thing that really attracts people to being freelance is that Mm -hmm. they can kind of like ebb and flow their workflow. Mm -hmm. So do you, but then I also know a lot of people who just like say yes to everything because there's this like feeling like it may not come again. So where are you at with that? Like, do you find summers you kind of chill or where, what do you do? Um, Well, I've had moments in time where I've been like, feel, I felt more open to kind of like having a bit more of a chill workflow, but just this summer with like knowing we had bought a house and obviously like the mortgage and everything, I did get into like a little bit of a scarcity mindset, which is never a good place to be. But I feel like the the workload that I have is manageable and it's just, yeah, I do feel very lucky to have that ebb and flow of like, okay, I can like wake up at six and have like a good chunk of time to like bang out some work and then be with Emmett for a bit. But like even today is just, it feels like disjointed because I have so many things mm-hmm. and like Emmett is like popping in and out. And yeah, it is, it is really tough. But the, the thing with freelances is like, I think you just have to be so much more creative with managing your time. Like as much as like, I'm sure it's so exhausting to have just this nine to five block, like it's a little more compartmentalized, I guess. Whereas yeah, totally. freelance, it's like, I'm always thinking about it and everything. So yeah, but um how was your weekend? What'd you do? Oh, she got real close to the mic for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz. <laughs> my weekend was good. I was actually in Bowen. I was literally in like a cabin while I was texting you about all of our communications plans. Yes. Um but yeah, we were on Bowen. We just like randomly well Chris decided to be a part of a golf tournament, which he actually won. Um, him and a team. I know. Congrats. So yeah. So we decided to go to Bowen and then stay with some friends for two nights at their cabin, which was awesome. And Siege just like thrives in adventure zone. Like he loves an adventure. And he had a another kid there that was a little bit older so he just like watched him and like tried to be him the entire time, Mm -hmm. which was great. And he actually slept so well. Like I don't know if it was because we were in a bunk bed and it was like darker. Or because he was so tired from just like playing nonstop, but he slept 
remarkably. Like Ugh. I'm now trying to like replicate cabin yeah. vibes in our bedroom right now. Right, right. It's like whenever something good happens with the kid, you're like, let's just totally do that again. Oh Create yeah, the same it's results. like hoppy. And then it does, like literally to the point where I'm like basically trying to wash his sleeper every single day to so he wears the exact same one over and over again. <laughs> because I'm like, that was, that was the ticket, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but vacation with a baby, like we, we can't call it vacation, right? No. Like we need a new word for it. Well, you know, they say it's like, it's not a vacation with a baby or a kid. It's a trip. Like you're just parenting mm-hmm. in a new location. And yeah, I mean, I think you can vouch for that. It's worth it. It's just like a totally it's, different experience. It's an event. It's a, it's just a different type of day, I guess you could say, like, which is great. It switches it up, mm-hmm. but it is. Like it's almost, it's, I would say it's harder because you don't have like your things, like your, mm-hmm. you know, just your easy thing, like your high chair or, you know, certain yeah. things like that. You don't have your friends. Like, yes, I had Chris and yes, we had friends on this trip, but when I've gone away on trips before and it's just, and Chris is working or something, it's like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do without talking to another adult for the next eight hours? I know. And like your coffee shop isn't as close as you're used to, you know, like your things, you're just like out of the loop. And yet I like need to switch it up every once in a while. Cause I will go crazy. Yeah. Like I said, I am not meant for this stay at home mom life, but yeah. yeah. Vacationing with a baby. Yeah. It's called, I guess it's tripping, tripping with a baby. Is- trip, tripping with a baby, but not like tripping on drugs. You're just tripping on like, <laughs> Like, the like it is a bit of a mind fuck, though. It can it be. Is. Sleep can be so fucked up, too. Especially because I'm used to sleeping on my own. And then when we vacation, I need to sleep with my rest of my family. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's it's always like you, I feel like I weigh the pros and cons of like – it's just so exhausting to even think about like packing him up sometimes. But like you're right. You need, you need that change of scenery. Or sometimes it's like you feel like you have cabin fever. You're going to go crazy. Yeah, but we were so happy to get home. Even though we had the best time, we were so happy to get home. And like, it's so cute watching Siege like walk in the door because it's almost like he's like thinks that we've had to say goodbye to this little sanctuary that we live in. And he's like, he like gasps when he like comes up the stairs and sees like all his things like on the living room. He's like, I'm like, oh yeah, we're home, honey. You're and like we live right next to a construction zone, and it's like trucks twenty four seven, and we're back to truck zone. So life's good. Yes. Um, um, we did try on this like new, I guess you could call vibe over the weekend, me and my friend, um, when the guys were on the uh, golf tournament and because they tied in the beginning, it ended up going so much longer than initially uh, we signed up for or signed off on. Mm-hmm. And so therefore we were like momming for way too long and we've nicknamed it or tagged it or whatever you would say as a copywriter as minimoming. So he literally did the minima. I know. Oh, I love that. I know. So at the like the golf tournament, we just like let them free on the free on the fairway and they just like played with balls and holes and sticks. Oh my god. And we sat there with our obviously Olay's. Olay hasn't called me to sponsor yet, but this is the second time we're mentioning them. So they're calling uh, I'm any any day now. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um but yeah, I literally stood there with our Olay's talking to like some cute dads that didn't golf. So I'm like, oh, those are like more of the type for me, the ones that don't golf. I used to think that like having a golfing husband was like your ticket to like 
a great life. Like I love, I've made a TikTok about saying how I know. much I love it. I know. I Did you watch the TikTok? Oh, and yes. you probably thought I was fucking nuts because well, now I look back as a mom and I'm like, I want to literally like, I, first of all, I want to delete that post. I don't know why it's Yeah. Still it's not relevant anymore. It's not the truth. <laughs> no, it's not my state of mind. No. Golfing dads. And I grew up with a golfing dad. But a golfing yes. husband is like it's it it doesn't work for me. No, I mean I think back when before you had a baby, you're like, oh, this is amazing. I have a Sunday to myself to yeah. you know eat my snacks and watch my shows. But now that's exactly it. Yes, with when you have a baby at home, I just find golf is like it's always longer than they say it's going to be, and I try to not be like a bitch wife and be annoyed. But oh yeah. It's really, really hard. <laughs> what about like, wasn't it Father's Day when you texted yes. Aaron? Yeah. And Aaron, yeah. Liz, tell us. Wait, though, wasn't that you? Oh, no. Well, we were both mad at our husbands on Father's Day. Um, but all you, you were texting him being like, or maybe, I don't know, it was that weekend or sometime, some way you were trying to like make me feel better about my state of mind. But you had texted Aaron being like, Hey, like, when are you going to be home? And he just wrote, dunno or something like yeah. that. And you're like, sweet. Yes. What am I going to do with that? Thanks. Yes. And like, I was trying to be nice. Like, it's Father's Day. Go do your thing. Hang out with your guys. And, I was just trying to gauge, like he went golfing really early. So, you know, you would think it's not going to be like yeah. a whole, whole day affair. Like we need to roll out the red carpet. It's Father's Day. When do I need to roll it out? Like I wasn't actually going to do anything for him. I just wanted him to come home so I could like <laughs> totally. go do something. But, he but yeah, know that. No, but yeah, his response was literally dunno because Katie was upset because Chris was late <laughs> also or later dunno-ing. than he thought. Yeah, dunno. He was like, Yeah, my God. Okay. Like at least use like the proper words. <laughs> God. Oh, I know. Um, like, yeah, poor etiquette. I know. I know. Not polite like me. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, minimoming. I love that. We should use that. I know. We should do, yeah. Well, maybe that's what this episode will be called, minimoming. Well, you know, I do it. You know how everyone's always like, do 1% better every day or 10% better or whatever they say. <laughs> yeah. You know my motto. It is. And yeah. I should actually make a TikTok about this now. Yes. My new motto is, what can you do? Like, uh, what's, how do I say it in a sentence? Like, what can you not do today? What's one thing you can do differently today that's less than you did yesterday? Yes, exactly. Like, Katie is 10% less. Yes, Katie has flipped that inspirational saying on its head <laughs> and been like, how can we do less? And I think, well, it's kind of like what I was saying last episode about summer being this time to just like do, like, let your kids do more. And in the process, you'll do less. Because you're like, sure, whatever you want to do. And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. It's like, okay, sure, you want to watch, I don't know, another episode of Coco Melon? Go for it. Like anything that's going to bring me peace and space to work and like or read a book or whatever Mm -hmm. is is worth it. And it's also so fun to minimum with another mom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Me too. Okay. You know what my sister and I did? Um, like a few months ago when I visited her is we would get those little like, you know, those little sleeve like things that you can put fr- um, like frozen fruit in or whatever and make it like, yeah, yeah. Possible, like almost like a tea there. Mm-hmm. So we would get those and like put them in for our little sons, our little sons. They were really <laughs> little all the time. And like mine couldn't even sit on his own. We had to like put him in a little chair <laughs> yeah. and then we would put them there and they would just like sit and like not these things and we'd get like like probably 15 minutes of Vanderpump rules in and it was like Ugh. literally the best 50 and yeah the best 15 minutes because their naps weren't aligning and we were like what are we gonna do like we need to be sisters <laughs> together we yes. can't be these like so we minimumed hard I love that and it's 
Is is Siege still in the age where he can be in like the circle of neglect? The the extra saucer? Uh oh yeah, is that the real word for it? Um yeah, he's kind of annoyed by it. He because now he can move, so he's like, let me do everything. Let me and all. out. You're yeah. in a great stage right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess ish. you have been here in a while. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah. Ish. It's but it comes with from my perspective, you're in an amazing stage because A, you can like minimum by giving snacks and minimum by having like TV or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. Siege is just like, oh, that's cute. And then keeps like destroying everything inside. He's not like going to sit down and watch anything or yeah. sit down and eat. He's not motivated by those things yet. I know. Once they like start to like TV, it's a game changer. I mean, I feel kind of some guilt about the overuse of TV. I remember some, I can't remember who it was, but some, some mom um, when Emmett was younger, like he was, he would have been like probably around Siege's age. And she said, oh yeah, we haven't had to use screen time yet. And I just mm. felt like the, the, the like had to just made me feel like shit because I'm like, well, I mean, haven't you ever just like needed to, I don't yeah, know. Wow. Must be nice. Like have like your coffee for a sec or take Yeah, a, totally. What did what, you say? I was like, oh, not in our house. <laughs> we're big, <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> we're big TV guys over here but yeah i mean like the the final step the final frontier i have not conquered or done with emmett is like get him the tablet or whatever yeah i know friends who have like kind of phased that in so on vacation so yes. actually this goes this is full circle so to allow yes. for the minimuming and to actually turn a trip into a vacation you can allow ipads on vacation only and that's- i know that that's Helpful. That's really smart. We're thinking because we're going to Hawaii in November and Aaron and I have just like earmarked it. Like that's when he's going to get the tablet for like the plane. Yeah. Yes. And for, you know, when we go out for dinner or whatever, but yeah. to make it like kind of special, I guess. But yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just glitched totally. out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Okay. I'm going to glitch Wait, out. I don't just know. Like- I know you're a boomer. Do you know what glitch means? Yeah, isn't that like a boomer word? Didn't the boomers oh, create that word? Yeah. Oh, for when like the i the CD-ROM kept um, like skipping. CD-ROM. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, okay, no. Wait, you're I'm- like, wait, now you're talking. Wait, you got so excited when I said CD-ROM. <laughs> <laughs> Is Finally. that what it's called? I just imagine well, like a big oh floppy disk. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait. No. Um, should we – I can't read your body language right now. Um, should we go into a really fun segment that we've been excited to do? Can I just ask you one thing? I want to like circle yes. back to a conversation we had previously and then, yes, let's like go for our new segment. So I actually had some feedback from the community that they wanted oh. to – They wanted Wait, to was know. was it Crackhead Nancy? Because they sent <laughs> oh me – Oh, my God. They sent me a note and it was some really useful feedback just saying that no one would ever listen to us because um, we sound like idiots. And we're – our promo is a bad look. <laughs> yeah, we have a bad look. So this goes out to <laughs> Crackhead Nancy. Yeah. I, I hope you're listening. Yeah, we love you, Nancy. And we know that we've made it because we have a hater. It's great. I know. And we had brand evangelists. Like we actually had people who were standing up for us. I haven't even gone into the comment section to even stand up for us yet. Oh my God, brand evangelists. That's <laughs> I love that. Like people are I coming know. to our rescue. I know. Um, okay, wait, okay. what's your feedback? Okay, so the feedback was, is we... Was it like downtown Dean? Or no. I guess not Dean. Sorry, Dean is the person who edits this. No. He's our friend. Dean... He's the only man who uh, listens to our podcast. Yeah, and Zach. Um, but no, the my friend was wondering what happened with the nanny that you didn't... 
end up hiring the one that because you know okay. it, it, we didn't like close the loop there. So like, what was the I deal know. there? You know why? Because there's so many like live wire loops. I guess yeah. you could say I don't know whatever the word is, the phrases. There's a bunch of untied up knots. That, bows. That, that's correct, um, Katie. <laughs> um, in this nanny process, I was actually saying to Chris today, like, am I a bad person? Because I feel like I've kind of left a lot of logs in the fire. Nailed that one. Uh, and I, no, it's not that. Oh. It's actually coal, <laughs> coal stakes in the fire, coals in the fire. Yeah, it's not, yours wasn't right. Wait, almost. You're getting there. Wait. <laughs> I'd like to hear if someone could comment on our most recent Instagram. What is it? Is it logs on the fire? I think it's logs in the fire. Anyways, no, we're not okay, going to no. bore, bore our um, <laughs> mom and dad who are listening on this. So we, what were, oh, I feel like I am kind of like leading a lot of people on and, you know, kind of saying yes to a lot of people because I'm trying to, if I just had someone who was like, Hey, I got five days a week for you, eight hours a day. Right. I'd like sweet sign on the dotted line, but because I'm kind of piecemealing and trying to make it work, but also holding out for that like perfect person who's going to come along in the next month mm-hmm. who not only is available when we want, but is like the type of person we want, then mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to go for that. So I, I don't know. I feel really bad because I feel like I'm, I'm like leading on others. Right. You know, like I need the etiquette police to tell me that she's. I was just going to, I was just going to say, like, I, no, I mean, I think the etiquette, the nice thing to do would be to like follow up. But also, I know in these situations, like, it's kind of again back to that like scarcity mindset. Childcare is a scarcity like landmine. So I think just like leave your door, leave the doors open because you don't know. Yeah, By following up though, be. I don't want to then go back to someone and be like, hey, I just want you to know I'm still holding out in case I find like a five-day-a-week person because then that sends her into a spiral. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the moral right thing to do is here, but it might be just like a survive technique. Yeah. Survival. I think you can just honestly like you're a mom. Like no one expects moms to have like perfect text etiquette. Like I forget to text people back all the time. But even it's not me. even about my communication. It's actually just like I kind of need to hold on to this person until something better comes around. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think just keep it open for now. But like what what sounds like I'm a bad person. Okay. <laughs> I need to <laughs> I need to make some phone calls after this. <laughs> um, no, but what happened was um, she, the reason I don't remember where I left it, but essentially we had her over. I wasn't feeling it. Chris said, let's bring her in for a trial. And she found someone else in the meantime, which is totally fine. I feel like that one fully worked out as it's meant to work out. But since yeah. then we had like the most perfect person come over. We actually know her already from the studio oh. that we work out at. And she was one of the instructors. And I'm literally in the process of like trying to convince her to come with us five days a week. So I think things are going to work out and yeah, I'll continue to leave you, keep you, keep updating you guys. <laughs> um, so thanks for your concern. CJ will be fine in September. It's all good. But yeah, I don't even know if I tied the bow on that one or completed the bow on that no, one. You, no, you did. That's, I mean, it's, I think it just goes to show that looking for a nanny or childcare is extremely complicated and it's also a very emotional process. I get mm-hmm. it. I feel but I like- am also yeah. And sorry, I'm just remembering. I'm also meeting with someone else tomorrow. It's a full time job. Like, let, like I feel like I am like a PR. Like I'm managing like a really high profile celebrity named CJ, and I have all these <laughs> appointments for him. And I'm like trying to manage his image and make sure that everyone wants to be with him. And it's just like I. It's been a lot of work. Totally. I mean, it's like interviewing people to staff your restaurants, probably. It's yeah, like, 100. It's, it's actually harder than that. 
Oh yeah. But, yes. but I feel like I'm back in those days. Cause I'm like negotiating hard, like not even negotiating. I'm, it's not even, I'm not even trying to like negotiate like towards what I want. I'm like, I will give you everything. Like <laughs> with one person right now, I am yeah. like, I will, they want to open their own business. I was like, I will give you X amount of hours per month in mentorship <laughs> to open your own business. Like I am like throwing everything at the wall. I'm like, I will feed you. Like you'll have vegan gluten-free meals every single day. Like I, <laughs> I'm oh throwing God. everything at this to just get the right fit in here. So yeah, stay you'll tuned. find it. You'll find it. It's that's how I feel about like babysitters right now. Like I'm like blowing up their phones all the time. Like these like teenage girls are probably like get a life. Like I'm busy, but I'm like, can you come tomorrow? Can you come Saturday? Can you come any day? Like, just please help me. Do you guys use like a Facebook childcare thing for new West or like what's the vibe out there? No, I mean, I'm sure there is one, but I've just like used people through that I've been like recommended and I kind of have like a okay. roster of people. Um, but yeah, like they're young people and they're busy and they're like, I'm going to the beach or I'm like going to get my eyelashes done. Like literally, like they're, they have stuff on the go. Yeah. Um, remember but yeah. I used to have those things on the go. Yeah, I know. I remember when like what my like big plan of the day was to get my eyelash extensions done or like a bikini wax or something. I don't do that shit anymore. I know. How <laughs> cute of us. How cute. Um, those were our um, – what do we call it? Our in Zach and I just listened to the podcast that we did with Zach and Dean, which was if you haven't listened to it, give it a listen. I feel, yeah, feel like it's like it was some good so stuff much in fun. There. I'm excited to get them on the podcast. Well, me too. I guess we'll the daddies call it. Yeah, not your daddies. Yeah, but I feel like we had like some good, yeah, some good banter with them. It was fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of like that it that plus like our episode going live plus like mm-hmm. all of our amazing um marketing that we've been doing for this podcast has uh pushed me i guess i don't know i can't think of the word i need like you as my like synonym person all the you time. actually just, like, give said me- that word right i, know, I, know. <laughs> I need someone to just like give me more vocab- vocabulary because i haven't picked up a book in a year but um and if someone doesn't like put the captions up on TikTok, then I'm like not going to see all the words. <laughs> no, but um, speaking of social and all those things, I'm now public. Katie Waddell is public on the social media, aka yes. the only one that yes. matters, which is TikTok or which is Instagram. Yes. And because, I mean, when we when we shared the first like teaser, I was like, you need to yes. be public so I can share this. And I first was like, oh my God, the boomer can't figure out. Yeah, I know. I know. She made me feel like I was dumb. I'm like, no, actually, this isn't working. Um, (laughs) This is a you problem, not not a boomer problem. But it opened up this like conversation around, you know, wanting to open up your social posts to the world and sharing CJ or not sharing CJ. And I feel Mm -hmm. like we, we, I mean, we've kind of talked about this, like our, our point of views on, um, sharing our kids on social. And I know like to each other. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about it that much though. It's been very like surface. And I, yeah, it's almost like you, I kind of, you do your thing and I do my thing and we're not like, we don't actually talk about it, but let's talk about it. I actually think this is a great topic. I think so too. Okay. So I, okay. What I will say is that my POV is that I don't, I never that really, stands for point of view. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, I never really actually took the time to think about it, which is interesting for me because I'm such an overthinker, and like everything is just like such a, you know, a journey for me. But I um, didn't really think too much about it, and I also think that the fact that I had Emmett during COVID 
was a factor in me wanting to share him on my social mm-hmm. because I felt like so lonely and isolated in my, you know, early motherhood. And I think I actually listened to the audiobook of um it's called Mom Fluencers. And she talks a lot about how like moms share posts of their children on social media almost as like validation of like the work they're doing and like look at this beautiful baby that I've created and I'm keeping him alive. And I think that was a piece of it for me. Um, and like when he, right when he was born was like COVID was just raging. It was the Black Lives Matter, um, movement happening all of our social media. So I, I wasn't even sure if I felt comfortable sharing about his birth, um, for a while, but yeah, like it was almost like, you're like, is this insignificant? But like, yes. cause there's so much more happening. And yet like my whole, like my whole world has changed as well. And I want to share that with people. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think since I remember then, that. Yeah. I remember it, that time. I actually remember also back to that when you were, were pregnant and you were like one month away from having your child. And I remember you being like, Oh my God, like, am I, is this going to go away before I have Emmett? And I remember yeah. looking at you and nothing had closed down yet. It was like not even one day in. And I looked at you over our lavender <laughs> lattes and I was like, honey. It's going to be a gone in two weeks. Chill out. And like <laughs> I know. acting like you were so dramatic. I know. And I here know. we are like three years later. Anyways, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But yeah. So do you – so that – yeah, it's an interesting start to your journey with like being on social media with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean since – yeah, I've thought about it. I think about it a lot and I do – What made you finally decide to – like, okay, so from my perspective, let's go back and forth on this. My perspective yeah. is I can't – when people say that they've never thought about it, I don't understand that because to me, the in- I don't know. Like how – like you're putting your child on the internet. How do you not think about it? Like it's so interesting. Yeah. I, I want to – I'm so curious about it. Yeah. I mean it is – it's I, it's interesting for me in that like because like I said, I think about things so much but – um, I think it was just sort of a instinctual thing to do. And mm-hmm. I've, I've never really changed my, you know, views on it. And I also think too, because so much of what I share and what I want to write about, what I want to create is about me being a mom. And so I need to kind of show a little bit, at least of what that totally. Like. I, I struggle with that because I used to love sharing and I loved like creating and I loved connecting with people on the internet. And I've been doing that way before Instagram. I, you know, from a young age when I moved across the world, I've always needed the internet to help me feel connected to like my childhood friends. And then, you know, as I continued to travel, it just like helped me keep my worlds together. Mm-hmm. And so it's really like, that's how I learned HTML was because I wanted to create a website to put all my photos up. So everyone around the world could see my photos. Like, I feel like I've always been, you know, so, so into sharing things with the greater audience. And I love the feedback you get back. And like, I've had letters in the mail about, you know, mm-hmm. some of the content I've created. And that makes like I love that, and it it's been so hard because I feel like then you know actually to be honest once I got engaged and then even my wedding and like these kind of bigger milestones I was like oh uh, yeah I can't can't put I can't I can't do it I literally can't go live with it and we always joke because like you know I have more followers than Chris but (laughs) his is actually the account to follow because he actually posts like what's like our he posts our wedding photos and all the things and all about our baby and all these things his is my favorite to look at because it's like a family album Mm -hmm. but yeah that was like such a struggle and I'm still like trying to figure out 
how do I post so it's authentic to me? And yet I have this being that's 90% of my life and I'm only, and I don't feel comfortable posting him. So then I'm not posting at all. Or when I do post, it feels so fluffy because like, who the fuck cares about my matcha drink today? Because like, (laughs) you know, I'm going through all this. So yeah, Yeah, I know it's a funny, it's a weird balance, right? But I, and I get though that like you just, it's like habitual, not habitual, but it's like, yeah, you had a baby, you wanted to share him with your friends and family. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think like the sort of filter I like to have on it is I don't share a photo or a moment with Emmett or Aaron or myself if I am not truly enjoying that moment and happy in that moment, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. if we're having like a horrible – like for example, when I was like really in it with my postpartum depression, like I didn't post anything. Like social media didn't I remember you got messages from people being like, hey, just checking in. Are you okay? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because for me it just felt so – like this is so insignificant when I'm going through all this stuff. And I try to like Mm -hmm. apply that same – uh, perspective now is like I'm only sharing these in these moments when they're actually happy ones or or if they're not happy ones like it's truly like this was truly a really hard time and I want to share about it or this is truly mm-hmm. like a really big moment for my family and I want to share about it but I think like where it also gets complicated is like when you're using photos of your children to make money like if you're an influencer mm-hmm. and you're because there's so much money in the mom influencer world which we should also talk about at some point but like i really liked that podcast that you and i listened to um called the under, under the, the influence, influence. Mm-hmm. it was so With, good just um, to like joe piazza yeah just to get the ins and outs of that world and how it's such a complicated thing because it's become a way for women moms to earn a really good living and have this mm-hmm. like creative creative outlet but also it opens up so many conversations about like privacy and um your your children and and putting them out in the world before they even really have the like wherewithal to know if that's what they want or not so yeah i think that's actually i think maybe because you know, I've had enough instances where people have come up to Chris and been like, oh, I follow Katie on Instagram. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah. And Chris doesn't li- uh, like me posting him at all. So, you know, I really post, I literally never show him. And so to have people stop him in the grocery store or people, you know, say to someone, oh, you know, Katie, um, I actually like I think I have a friend who lives in the same neighborhood as her and that just like kind of gave me the even though it's weird because like I'm putting it out there like I'm aware of it but then to receive that feedback back that like vibration back it's like mm-hmm. oh like that just fe- I don't know it gave me like an ick feeling do you know what I mean even though like yeah. no one was being creepy and everyone was re- they're all like well intended I just put into perspective like if this info of mine got in the wrong hands, like what could someone do with it? And I think it's just, I think that paired with a few stories I've seen online mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. people going up to influencers. I'm by no means an influencer, but people going up to influencers, um, you know, children in the park when they have a nanny and acting yes. like they know who they are and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, st- I'm just navigating that and trying to figure out like what feels right for me. And I think I was just like, okay, none, none of it. I don't want anyone. Yeah. I don't want anyone to have any part of me. I don't even, I've never even written CJ's like full name on the internet. Cause I don't know why I'm just like, I just, I'm so protective of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's sense. not to say that you aren't. Cause I know that you are. So it's, it's just interesting 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how we make these decisions and, and like, not to say that I won't ever and not to say that you will always post yeah, Emmett. Exactly. I think it'll ebb and flow and evolve through time. Um, but I also, yeah, I think too, there is like only, there's like a shelf life to how long you can be that committed to like sharing your life. Like just to go back to that momfluence book again, I don't know if you remember that blogger Taza. She was like kind of like one of the original like mommy bloggers. And she, I think she had like four kids. She shared everything about their life and then she just disappeared. Like her account Mm -hmm. was deleted. And I mean, people still don't really know where she went. I think she's fine, but she's just like off the internet. And I think it's like, there's only, yeah, there's only so much like time and energy you can put into sharing your life in that way. So I'm like, if it's not taking away from my energy and it's not stressful for me, then sure. I love that. If it ever feels stressful or hard, then no. Like I have way too many other things to focus on. Um, I would say then that's kind of what we're both doing is we're just like going with our gut feeling and like – and just rolling with that. But yeah, Yeah. so I went private. I thought I would – or went public. I thought I would remove a lot of photos of Siege, but I mean I was so minimal in what I put on even to my – I basically went like public or private like – um, a few weeks before I had siege and now it's almost been a year and now I'm back in the public eye, I guess you could say <laughs> I'm acting like I'm a big deal. Um, but it's actually fun because I love like creating things and I love, like I said, I love that feedback. I love that like connection. So mm-hmm. it's been mm-hmm. fun to like, I don't know, connect with a greater audience, I guess. But then I'm also like, when I was private, I was like, why does like old bill from chillwack want to follow me like it's weird the internet is weird the internet is so weird i don't get these dms and i'm actually kind of hurt that i don't but my sister <laughs> like this has happened probably five times kate you know what i'm talking about like guys will message her hi honey i want to pay you five thousand dollars a week you, uh you can be my sugar baby i'll be your sugar daddy and i'm like she she always sends it to me i'm like let's just do it that sounds great yeah. like yeah I, that's actually like, I'm game. I'm game. Sign me up. But no, it is it is weird. The people who who request. No wonder it. there's no nannies out there. Everyone's getting offers like this. Like I can't compete with that. No, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's like obviously so much more to dive into with that, but it's it is very. It can be kind of a polarizing thing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, CJ's just arriving home from his walk with his nanny, current nanny. Um, if you can hear that in the background. Um, yeah, I know there is so much more to dive into on that. But for me, that's why I'm so happy that we're creating this format to share our lives because it's not like not an image um, that can like live forever. Yes, these recordings can live forever, but it just feels like safer to me in a I way. Know. And I feel like I, I can really authentically tell our story yeah. and like connect with people and connect with you versus like, just like a pretty picture. This feels like so authentic to me and I'm like so happy that we get to be able to do this and share. I know. Share our journeys. I texted you yesterday. I was like, I'm so excited for tomorrow. I know. It's like the highlight of my week. I know. It honestly is like, I'm like, do we need to do it earlier in the week and earlier in the day? Cause I like, I turn into a psycho while I wait to record <laughs> with you. I know. I know. Um, okay. Well, why don't we shift to our segment? Because you could tell from yesterday, I was very energized by it. So we should just tell okay. the fam. 
Okay, yes, you were really excited about it. I was really impressed by your engagement when we came up with this, with this idea. So we're going to start a new, a new segment that you guys are going to see probably every time we record an episode called 30 Second Takes. And essentially, they're hot takes on kind of like all these random talk- topics when it comes to moms and entrepreneurship and all those good things. So I'm just going to we'll kind of go back and forth. But today, the Liz is in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to like say five different topics and she's going to give us a 30 second just hot take on it opinions experience whatever she wants to say or if she doesn't want to say if she wants to say no comment then um we will decipher what that means (laughs) so i'm just gonna like we have i literally talked to liz about this idea and within not like no joke 30 seconds itself (laughs) she had 40 different items on here like this girl's ready to talk i get you um, done that's how she does it I know you really do get shit done. I'm so impressed. And I would like to say that every text that I've been sending you recently and everything I've gone live with on our social media has been me with like a child on one boob in bed. So um, I also get shit done. FYI. <laughs> yeah, you like do. To you make really sure do. everyone knows that I'm a power mom. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to pull out of a, a technical hat here. Let's go with that. I don't even know. Miss Rachel. (laughs) Okay. Miss Rachel. For those of you who are not aware, she is a YouTube sensation um, creating – Look her up. Yeah. Wonderful children's content. I am – when I discovered Miss Rachel, my um, world was changed for for the good forever. Um, She is like – she just – she sings these songs and she's so positive and fun and – like talk about, you know, parking your kids somewhere. Like if you have a call and like, oh my God, how am I going to get them to be quiet? Miss Rachel is the answer. So that's so you take. would say, yeah, she's okay. Love it. Yeah. I, we've been forcing it down CJ's throat, just like we have with like other items like food and things, but he's <laughs> just like food. He's not picking up on that either. Um, okay. There. Newborn, newborn photo shoots. Okay, I am strongly opposed to newborn photo shoots. I think that they really stress moms out. I think I've I've heard so many situations of, oh my God, I booked six days after I had the baby. So-and-so is coming to my house. I have to like find jeans and like a cute cream sweater to wear that fit. And I have to look angelic and happy when really I'm just like sweaty and covered in milk and blood. And I'm sad. Oh, Yeah. And we're probably still wearing those undies that we love so much. Oh, yeah. Did you do one yourself? Well, so I, you know, was at home so bored with COVID before Emmett came. So I had like arranged, I knew I was going to get one done, but like it kept like moving out further and further and further. So I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I think he was about five months when we ended up doing photos. And and, uh, that my recommendation would be to wait till you feel more human and um, there's not as much pressure on yourself to like figure out what to wear because no one needs that. Yeah, 100%. Okay, uh, Tylenol. Okay, well, I don't know if you know why I put this on the list, but so Katie and I – No, um, I don't. Okay, so um, we, we've just been talking about like teething or fevers or whatever and Katie's like, as you oh, do. Like, yeah, I gave Siege some Tylenol. Like, oh, is that okay? I'm like, literally, I gave Emmett Tylenol like it was a vitamin. Like, it was just like what we did to like get him to calm down. I don't know if that's right. I'm not a medical expert, but I I love Tylenol. Tylenol is like on a heavy rotation. 
To be honest, that's all I needed to hear from you when you told me that. And now it's actually a part of our nighttime routine. It goes, (laughs) it goes, uh, you know, change or bath, change, uh, book, Tylenol, boob. Yeah. Medicate. Good night. (laughs) Okay. One more. I'm scrolling through. Ooh, formula. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this can open up like a huge conversation, but I, um, really had a hard time with breastfeeding, wasn't producing enough milk. Um, It was a whole journey. And it was funny, actually, because I was so afraid and so ashamed to buy formula. And Katie hadn't had a baby yet. So she was just like, what's the deal? Like, this is just what you feed your baby. And it was actually just so refreshing to have someone who isn't wasn't in it yet. Because I think if you're a mom, you know that there's this weird, almost like you feel like you need to validate why you're doing it. Um, so I am a huge formula fan. Enfamil, Similac, love you all. I think it's like if it's what you need to, you know, give yourself some space and to enjoy motherhood and like quite frankly, all you need to do is feed your child. And if that's what you need to do, then – Fed is best, baby. Fed is best. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like pe- formula is like the F word and people are like, like coming to me and almost like because I'm, I don't know, they're like, oh, what do you think? Like, I, I don't know. I'm thinking about formula. Like, they're so scared to ask, to talk to me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's great. We, yeah, like, yeah. He, you know, he was a NICU baby and needed like calories right off the start. And so he was fed formula right from the very beginning and a mixture of everything. And, yeah, like I feel like it's created so much freedom for me. It's created freedom for Chris and it's created freedom for Siege. And everyone, like we've been lucky because he fully takes it and is happy with either or. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 100%. Like if you, I also think you need to pick your battles, you know, and like you have sleep, food, and I don't know what the third one would be, but like I feel like you, you, you got to pick like what you're battling each day. Yeah. And there's, if you, you can feed with formula and feel really good about it, then, or I, yeah, if you can feed with formula, I guess some people don't feel good about it, but I would say give yourself the break when you can. A hundred percent. Yeah. I um, love formula. Yeah. Formula is, is the, is a good F word in our lives. A hundred percent. Okay. That was so fun. I love that. The um, segment? Yeah. Okay, good. I know. I'm like, I want to keep going. But I I think we should end the pod here. This was super fun. Unless you have any mom hacks. I have none. I am minimuming. That's my only mom hack of the week. But do you have anything you'd like to share with the crew? No, honestly, like I'm going to adopt, okay. I'm going to adopt minimuming and like, because I didn't have a word for what I was doing and now I do. So thank okay. you. So <laughs> if you have any takeaways from the day or it is minimuming and formula. A hundred percent. And Tylenol. Tylenol and do what's right for you. All right, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Bye.